Wednesday and Chinchek today looks at the upcoming card headlined by Leon Edwards and Bilal Maham. Bilal Muhammad even. Alright, 13 fights people, we break them all down. Let's go. Okay, so Saturday. We get the long-awaited return of Leon Edwards, people. That is right. <laughs> Man, this is uh, it's interesting, right? Because Leon was meant to be fighting Kazmat Chimavev. But, uh, yeah, COVID is just... Because this was meant to happen on the 12th of December. You know, both got COVID. Then January... Comes out, you know, still suffering from the, you know, repercussions. And then still, you know, when it got rebooked for this, turns out, you know, his lungs are still messed up. So it was like, who's going to take the fight? And old Bilal Muhammad, he's like, yo, I got next, son. So UFC on ESPN plus 45. It is Ready to go. As of right now, there's 13 fights. 13 fights. You know what I mean? And anything can happen. Because you know, Ben Rothwell just the other day was fighting Philip Linz. And that's no more. You know what I mean? So stuff does change, people. So, uh, yeah. It, it, you know, what we talk about right now... <laughs> It might not be what actually happens, but this is the card as of right now, people. So, we're going to start off with the prelims, which is um, seven fights, I think. I think we got seven fights on the prelims. All right, so <clears throat> we start off with a welterweight fight. Yes, it's uh, just a... F- you know, first of two welterweight clashes on the card. We got Jason Witt against Matthew Semblesberger. Okay. So, let's take a look. The semi-Jedi, Semblesberger, he's 7-2 and two on a four-fight win streak right now. Yeah, so, not bad at all. This will be second UFC fight. You know, he won his debut, that was against Colton Minus in August last year. Right, he won a decision there. Now, when you look at the record, um, the two fights before that UFC debut, they was, he got stoppages, you know, in Art of War. Um, he beat Richard Patinchnuk. By elbows, and then he got a TKO over Chris Gratalou at Maverick MMA. So yeah, he, he, you know he can stop a fight, right? Does have um a, a submission? Got a heel hook in his second pro fight, but other than that, no real, no real submissions to talk about really. Yeah, I mean, there's a a rear naked in his third amateur fight. But, you know, that's what it is, people. But he is going up against the Vanilla Gorilla. That's old Jason Witt. And um, I saw Chase Sherman had the same uh, nickname. But anyway, right, he's... 18 and 6, coming off a win in his last fight. Fights out of Glory MMA, so, you know, that's always a good one with James Krause in the corner. 
you know? So, um, yeah, that last win was his second fight in the UFC against Cole Williams. He got an arm triangle in the second round. He lost his debut, which was against uh, Tashetti Sato. Um, yeah, that didn't go well. So he made his debut in June, and the Williams fight, that was in October. I believe that's... I think that was the... Um, Silver Hall fight card. Yeah. So, when you look at the record, people. Um, yeah, you know, he's got um, a few TKOs, a few submissions. You know, he's got a few submissions, which is... Uh, that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. He's fought at, you know, in LFA. He's fought in Bellator. So, you know, he, he, he's had experience of stepping up to that big stage. And I, I think that, along with the submissions, I think that could be the difference here. You know, that could well be the difference. Right. So I'm going to say that um, old wit... He gets the, he gets the victory. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Whip for the win. Right, so from there we go to the women's strawweight division, and we got Jean Yufei against Gloria De Paula. Okay, so um, Gloria Fina, right? We um we saw a girlfriend win very well the other day. Right, she won. Um, what card was she on? Her, I believe she was on the hmm, she was on the Gun uh Rosenstruck card. Yeah, you know, um, Mayara Bonera Silver, she beat Montana de la Rosa. So, um, yeah, you know. <laughs> they, I mean, she definitely gets good rounds in the Pula. Definitely gets good rounds in. She is five and two, coming off two wins. Right, so um, one of those was the contender series against Pauline uh, Massis in November last year, and she looked oh. She looks so damn good, like hitting power shots. I you you had to give it up to um, Messias for surviving in that fight because the puller looked like she was gonna, yeah, she was gonna end it. You know, so that was um, yeah, an impressive win. The win before that was a uh, TKO. She got a third round stoppage against Rafaela Rodriguez. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, she's got a. Yeah, she's got power. She's got TKO wins, a number of TKO wins. But she is going against, you know, Jin Yufrey, right? Who is nine and six. She's coming off two losses. Coming off two losses. But. She is very dangerous, you know, former Invicta champion, um, atomweight champion. So she moved up, you know, she moved up a weight class to um, get to the UFC. But, we, you know, we've seen that before, right? Michelle Waterstone, she used to be an atomweight and she's a very good strawweight now. So, you know, that's the thing. But she made her debut against Kay Hansen, who was also um, making a... Debut from Invicta at the time. And um, then in her next fight, she lost to Loma Lukbumi, who was another former Invicta fighter. Right? So um, both of those fights happened last year. Right? In June and October. But, you know, as I said, before that, you know, she beat, like, Ashley Cummings to retain the belt at Invicta. 39, you know, so, um, she's tough, right, she's definitely 
tough. She, you know, she's no slouch on the ground. But, you know, her fights are usually going to go to a decision. She, um, you know, her last stoppage was... Um, yeah, that was her last stoppage. Man, her last stoppage was December 2014. Right, she got a rear naked choke against Cassie Rob, but um, you know, she's very durable. I'm, I, you know what, I feel though with the power we've seen from Depula, I think she might get a, a stoppage. I think um, yeah, I think Depula is uh, yeah, I think she's gonna get the win here, you know. Think she's gonna get the win. Okay, so that fight. Hey, we're sticking with the ladies, but we're moving up a weight class. We're going to the flyweight division. We got Courtney Casey against JJ Aldridge. Alright, so JJ, she's eight and four, coming off a loss in her last fight, which was against Sabina Mazzo. So that was in January last year, you know, UFC 246, the McGregor Cerrone fight, was a split decision, you know, was a split decision, before that she's, um, you know, she beat Lauren Miller, she lost to Macy Barber, you know, she, it's been a bit um, up and down of late, but you know, she did put together a three-fight win streak. You know, um, Chan Mi Young, um, Danielle Taylor, and Pollyanna Viana. So you know, what I mean, she's she is a very good fighter. Former Invicta stock. You know, so um, yeah, she's there. She did also compete on season twenty-three of the Ultimate Fighter. You know, losing to um, Tatiana Suarez, um, which, yeah, seeing the fact that Suarez was the eventual winner, right, there's no shame in that, you know, she's tough, Aldridge is definitely tough, um, you know, she's got some TKOs, you know, she's got a, a, a couple of those in there, um, but yeah, she will be going up against cast iron Courtney Casey, who is nine and eight, coming off a loss in her last fight. Uh, that was against Gillian Robertson, though. And, um, Gillian, whoo, you're in very tough, right? Got a rear naked choke in that third round. That was June last year. Right before that, she beat Mara Barella. Got an arm bar in the first round. That was in June last year. Um, but she then before that lost to Cynthia Calvillo. It has been very up and down, up and down for um, Casey. Like, um, yeah. She hasn't really been able to get more than a two-fight win streak uh, since joining the UFC. You know, and that was when she beat Christina Stanu and Randa Marcos, right? Back in 2016. Since then, yeah, it's been a bit win one, lose one, win one, lose one. You know, but Courtney Casey is tough. Very tough. I mean, you don't get the, the Monica cast iron for nothing. You know what I mean? If you get blown over in a storm, they're not calling you cast iron. Yeah. <laughs> Unless people are trying to be ironic. Right? But, yeah, she's got stoppages. You know, she's got submissions. Yeah. You know, she's been a pro since June 2013. Right? Had a, you know, decent amateur career. But, um, yes, and there you go, right, I mean, this is a tough fight, it is a tough fight, Urgh. I'm gonna say, um, fuck, I'm gonna say Aldridge, 
yeah, I mean, it, it's a toss-up, really is, you know, either fighter could, um, you know, walk away with a win, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say Aldridge, you know, but yeah, <laughs> it's one of those, uh, yeah, it's one of those ones, people, where you just, you know, throw your dice into the wind, that's not an expression, but you know what I mean, so, we then go to the lightweight division, we got Nazareth Haparas against Rafa Garcia, right, um, now the gifted one, uh, Garcia, he is 12 and 0, 12 and 0, on a 12 fight win streak, yeah, first one, Ooh, he's making his UFC debut, right? So he's been fighting in combate, uh, you know, before this. You know, literally, that's basically where he's had most of his fights, you know? Um, he's good everywhere, you know? A lot of submissions, you know, heel hooks, arm bars, rear nakeds, um... He's also, you know, he's he's gone to decision in the last two. So, we know he's got the gas tank. And he's got a TKO win as well. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Tough. Now, his last fight was February last year. So, he's been out for a minute. Right, been out for a minute. Now, Hasbarat. Oh, he's, um, yeah, he's had a few fights drop out on him. Right, he was meant to be fighting uh, Don Madge, but unfortunately Madge got injured. So um, yeah, he's he's now got this late replacement, right? Now um, Asbrat, he's twelve and three, coming off a win in his last uh, in his last fight, which was against Alex Munez, and that was August last year. So he fought twice last year. So um, you know. It could have been a lot worse, right? Because I think um, Garcia fought once, so you know I think if Hasbara had fought like three, four times, I think that would have given him the clear advantage. But this, it, you know, it evens things out a bit. So um, yeah, he beat Alex Morenes in August. He lost to Drew Dober on the um. UFC 246 Conavi card. Um, but yeah, before that, you know, he was on a free fight win streak, right? Mark Ducasey, Philbit Gulti, and Jakim Silva. So uh, yeah, he, I mean, he can get it done, right? He can get it done, man. Right, came to the UFC in 2017. Right, lost to um, Marcin Held, but yeah, then got that pre-fight win streak. Um, like uh, there's been injuries and stuff like that that have hampered Hasbarat, but he's tough. He is definitely tough, right? He's got um, yeah, he's got TKOs, yeah, a good number of those. A lot were outside the UFC. He was stopping. Whew, stopped a lot of people. To um, get that UFC contract Basically In all those fights before The only fight he didn't win by TKO Was a loss And that was his pro debut So yeah Hasbrat is tough And we've seen that We've definitely seen that from him You know in there But we've also seen We've seen missteps Yo, we've seen missteps, we've seen lapses, you know, uh, I think that's like with the Drew Dober fight, right, he, he got caught because he was just a little bit sloppy on that defence, right, so, um, uh, I think I'm going to go Garcia, right, I think Garcia springs the upset, yeah, that's what I'm going to say here, people. Garcia springs the upset. Woo! I don't know, people. I'm playing fast and loose. <laughs> we will see. We will see. All right. 
So we then jump to the bantamweight division. We got Rani Yaya against Ray Rodriguez. Okay, so the judge. Oh, it's a good nickname for old Rodriguez. He's 16 and 7, coming off a loss in his last fight. Okay, which was Brian Kelleher. So that was um, September last year. Okay, um, and that was his UFC debut. I think it was a short notice uh, situation. Um, he fought on the 2019 Contender Series. He lost to um, Tony Gravely. Right, no shame in that. Gravely's a good fighter, um, but he bounced back from that. He beat Andy Perez, you know, with an arm triangle. Um, a couple months later, so uh, yeah, you know, that shows persistence, perseverance. He does like a submission, does like a submission. He's um, you know, he's got a f- good few TKOs as well. Yeah, but it, it, you would say that if he can win by submission, that's what he's going for. You know what I mean? That's what he's going for. But, ho, 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 he's fighting Rani Yaya, right? He's 26, 10, and 1 with one no contest. He's also coming off a loss in his last fight, which was, well, actually, no. He drew his last fight, right, against Enrique Barzola in um, March last year. So um, he lost to Ricky Simone. Um, in 2019, a UFC 234, Adesanya v. Silva, you know, but um, before that, oh man, he put together a three-fight win streak, Henry Burions, Russell Dunn, and Luke Saunders, yeah, you know, he, he definitely goes through stages, Right, there's been, yeah, these big kind of stages in his career where he puts together a a good string of wins. You know, at one point he had a a, a four fight, well, a five fight win contest. You know, with um, four wins, one no contest. Right, so, um, yeah, he's tough, man. He is tough. Former WEC competitor. Right, fought in, in that organization a, a good number of times. Fought Matt Brown on his um UFC debut. Right? Then Chad Mendes. Not an easy start, people. Definitely not an easy start. But Ronnie is a beast on the ground. A beast on the ground. You know, so um yeah, I'm going with um Yaya. I'm going with Yaya to get the win here. You know? Ooh, it's a good fight. Good fight. So, we then jump up to the featherweight division. And we've got Charles Jordan against Marcelo Rujo. Alright. So, El Pitbull... Yeah, Rojo, he's 16 and 6, coming off a win in his last fight, right, which was, um, man, September 2019, Whoa. right, but so this is his UFC debut, UFC debut, people, um, looking at that record, he, I mean, he's got TKOs, he's got submissions, yeah, he, you know, he can put it together, he can definitely put it together, he um, stops a, <laughs> most of his fights, most of his fights are not going to, going to a decision, so he's going to be going up against Air Jordan, you know, Charles Jordan, who's 10-3-1, coming off a loss in his last fight, um, no, he's actually coming with a draw in his last fight. Joshua Calabu. Uh, so that was October. October last year. 
Um, and before that was a split decision loss to Andre Feely. Yeah. Which I I thought the Feely fight was a clear win for Feely. The Calibu fight, I think he won that fight. Yeah, rather than it be a draw. Yeah, it was an odd one. That was an odd one. Um But yeah, he you know, he's tough, right? Got a superb win over, you know, Dude Who Choi. Oh that was a very good win. You know, so in the UFC it's been you know like he, he, he lost his debut against Des Green, beat Choi, lost to Feely, then drew to Calabria. You know, so it's been a bit ah, you know, so he, he's looking to, you know, steady the ship, you know, get a r- nice run together. And he's got the ability to do that. You know, he's definitely got the ability to do that. Yeah, he's got TKOs, he's got submissions. So he's a good fighter. He's a good fighter. And uh, he is going up against the pit bull. So what's going to happen here? Oh, it's a tough one. But I, I think I'm going to say Jordan. Yeah, I think I'm going to say Jordan. Right, so they both got TK, you know, they both got punching power, they both got submissions. But I think Jordan, he's just fought a lot more recently. And I, I, I think that, I think that's going to hold him well. You know, I think that's going to hold him well. He knows what it's like fighting in the apex. He knows what it's like fighting with no crowd. That's going to all be very helpful. So, yeah, I'm going to say Jordan gets the victory here. So, that takes us to the last fight on the prelims. Female strawweight clash, Angela Hill against Ashley Yoda. All right, so the spider monkey. Yeah, Ashley Yoda, right? She's eight and six, coming off a win in the last fight. Which was against Miranda Granger. You know, that was um, in November last year. You know, before that, she'd lost to Lavina Souza and Miranda Marcos. But she won the two before that. You know, Saria Kondo and Amanda Cooper. She, um, yeah, you know, she's former Invicta fighter. She also fought on season 23 of The Ultimate Fighter. You know, so she's, um, she's tough. She's very tough. She does like a submission. You know, does like a submission. The old spider monkey. And she's going up against Overkill. Angela Hill, who is at 12 and 9. Coming off a two-fight losing streak. But those two fights so super close. Like, I definitely feel she beat Claudia Gadea and the Michelle Waterstone. That was close. That was so close. Man. But good wins before that. You don't beat Loma Lukbomi. Hannah Cyphers. Arena Karolossi. Right, so, um, yeah, she's tough, man. She had a load of fights last year, you know, for for a good few times. Four times. Four times in 2020. Would have been five, but she got COVID, you know. So, um, look, we know she is the female Donald Cerrone. You know, she likes a scrap. Yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting fight. Right, we have seen her, um, yeah, we've seen her, you know, struggle a little bit when it goes to the ground. You know, when someone gets her down, it doesn't always go, uh, you know, as smoothly as she may like, right? So I'm going to say that it's going to be a fun fight. It's going to be a tough fight. If it stays standing, he'll wins it, right? But I feel it's going to hit the ground. And I think on the ground, um, Yoda, yeah, she she can get it done. Um, 
So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say Yoda, right? But definitely not surprised if he'll wins. But a fun fight to lead us into the main card, people. Okay, so the main card starts with the sole middleweight fight of the night. Which will see Eric Anders against Darren Stewart. The first of three UK fighters fighting in this main event card. Okay, so when we take a look at things, the dentist, Darren Stewart, he's 12 and 6 with a one no contest. He's on um you know a one fight losing streak at the moment. Which was a split decision loss to uh, Kevin Holland, right? So that fight took place in September last year, and was one of Holland's was it five fights in twenty twenty? Hearing, goddamn, five fights in twenty twenty, right? Crazy. So uh, yeah, there was that, which was just um. About just slightly under a month after his big win over Matty Patoli uh, in August, you know, and it, you know it has been a um, you know a bit up and down of late, but he recently was on um, you know a. Uh, a two-fight win streak when he beat Bevan Lewis and Darren Wynn. So, there have definitely been occasions where he's, like, put together, you know, some a good little uh, runs of fights. Right, so, um, yeah, before entering the UFC, you know, he was coming on an undefeated, undefeated run. Right, entered with a big win, which was then turned to um, a no contest. I forget the. I think they. It was on a headbutt, a supposed head, something like that. Right, but it was very unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, you know, he's he's fought some really good people in uh, his time in the UFC. You know, and he's got some big wins. Eric Spicely, Chris Bird. You know, Bevan Lewis and Darren Wynn, as I mentioned, Maddie Patolo. So, yeah, it's it's one of those crazy situations. Now, he's, um yeah, he's got submissions. He's got TKOs, right? But he is going up against your boy, Eric Anders, who is 13-5. Also, you know, coming off a loss in the last fight. And that was against Christoph Jocko. That fight took place in May last year. And, um, yeah, again with um, Anders, it was, you know, before that, he'd won two fights. Right? Uh, Vin, Vinicus Moreira and Gerard Marchart. So, um, they were both in 2019. So, yeah, it's, you know, they've had kind of similar, yes, stints in the UFC, you know, both fighters, and both entered, you know, unbeaten, right, so they do finally have a lot in common, right, Um, you know, Anders has also, you know, got TKOs, he's also had, um, you know, the odd submission, but, um, yeah, I don't know, of late, Anders, he, he, he seems he's been fighting a lot, right? He, he's been in there with a lot of people, like Thiago Santos, um, then, you know, Elias Fiodora, which, yeah, I feel he won that fight. That was a, you know, it was a split decision loss. Um, you know, Khalil Roundtree, like, he, there's been a lot of fights that he's kind of entered on short notice, and, 
yeah, hasn't really given him the opportunity to, you know, I would say fully develop. As we know, Sanders has got, you know, he's he's tough, he's durable, right? He can take a lot of punishment. Yeah, and he'll march forward and he'll always fight. We we haven't seen him necessarily put it all together perfectly. You know, so I you know, being out for a few, good few months, I think it's given him time to heal and um yeah, pick up some new yeah, pick up new skills, you know, put things together. But then on the flip, Stuart, I don't think we've seen He's full potential either So this is an interesting fight This is definitely an interesting fight Uh, I'm not sure Not sure It's It's a tricky one It is a tricky one I think I'm going to say I'm going to say your boy gets it But yeah, I think either could knock each other out, right? It's just one of them fights, man. But next, we drop right down to the flyweight division. We've got Matthias Nicolau against Manel Cape, right? So, um, yes, the star boy, he will be looking to probably be more active, right? Because when Cape made his debut recently... Like we saw glimpses, but he just didn't throw much. It was just single punches. So, uh, yeah, I know he was frustrated with that performance. So we will see what will happen. He's currently 15 and 5, right? And, yeah, lost that fight against Alexander Pantoja in um, February. So, yeah, you know. That was a sit for February, so yeah, he's just you know a month out, just uh, yeah, eager to get in there and do his thing, which is uh, yeah, definitely a good one, right? Look, we've seen in the three fights before he came to the UFC, all stoppages, all second round stoppages, you know, so he's got that power, right? He's got submissions, so yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this one goes. Now, Matalau, he's 15-2-1, coming off two wins, right? Coming off two wins. So, yeah, he we entering the UFC for his debut, but his last fight was August 2019. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Right? So, uh, at least for Cape, he has fought more recently. You know, because when he entered, his last fight had been December 2019. So, you know, and, and we saw that performance from him where he, he was a little inactive. And that could have been the reason, you know. So, what we saw from Cape in February, right? This could be what we, um, you know, similarly kind of see from uh, Matthias Nicolau, right? Now, when you look at everything, Nicolau, yeah, you know, in, in um, his. May fight of 2019, he won that in the first round with a Darce, right, so, yeah, Darce is never an easy submission to pull off, neither is a Japanese necktie, which he got in um, his fight in, uh, yeah, November 2015, which, people, was in the UFC, yes, he has been in the UFC before, Right, he his last fight for the organization was a loss to Dustin Ortiz in July 2018. So, although he hasn't fought for a while, 
I, he he does have experience of the big show, though those were different times, right? Because there was crowds, there was crowds, but he has fought on the Ultimate Fighter, so there is that aspect of things, you know, uh, fighting in that kind of closed off atmosphere. It was in Brazil, so um, yeah, it was season four of the Brazilian. Version of the show Um Yeah I don't know, it's interesting, right Because Yeah, not, no apex Back then, right, things have changed Things have definitely Changed, but He does know what it's like To get to that big show Right, does know What it's like, and Yeah, he, he will be Eager to get back Right, he knows what he's missing. Fought on um, UFC 219, Cyborg v. Holm. So he's fought on the big cards. Right, Fought on the Ultimate Fighter 23 final. Um, so it's going to be an interesting fight, I feel. It's definitely going to be an interesting fight. I feel, though... The um the absence from the ring, I think that that could have an adverse effect on him. So I'm gonna say Cape gets to win. You know, after going through that similar thing, you know, now he's acclimatized and he'll be ready to yeah, ready to throw down. So it's it's you know definitely a fun fight, people. So we move up to the bantamweight division. We got Jonathan Martinez against our second Brit on the card, Davy Grant. All right, so um, the dangerous, dangerous Davy Grant. He is a ten and four on a two-fight win streak. You know, so um, yeah, he has been in the UFC for uh, yeah a little while, right? He he came via season 18 of The Ultimate Fighter. Oh, god damn. You know, he lost in the final to um, the season winner, Chris Holdsworth. You know, uh, but, you know, Davey, he's, uh, you know, he's shown good submissions, right? Has a win. In February 2016 over Marlon Vieira You know, that definitely was a very good victory Right, so, um, yeah So, you know, had a, a couple of losses But he then went on to beat Grigory Popov You know, November 2019 And Martin Day in uh, July last year you know, ended it with a third round knockout with a left hook. So, uh, yeah, submissions and power, people. Arr. But how's it going to go when he steps in there with the dragon, Jonathan Martinez, right, who is 13 and 3, also on a two-fight win streak? You know, so, um, yeah, Martinez, he hasn't been in the UFC for quite as long He came over in October 2018 Started off, you know, with a loss to Andrew Sukumov But he then won fights against Barun Wuji and um, Lu Pignon Right, so, uh, yeah Definitely a good wins right there. Lost to Andrew Yule, but then he beat Frankie Sines in August and Thomas Almeida in October last year. So um yeah, two very good victories right there. And um, you know, the signed one he won with a flying knee. Right, so um yeah, he's got those um He's got those abilities to finish a fight Like he did with Lu Pien When he also hit him with a knee You know, so he's got that Yeah, he had an arm bar against a Randy Hines in 2017 
know, again, Jesus Cruz in 2016. So, you know, he's got submissions too, right? So, um, yeah, there is that. I feel, though, that, um, yeah, I think we're going with Davy Grant on this one, though, people. I think we're going to go with Davy Grant. So we jump from that into another great fight. This time, upper weight class. We're in the featherweight division, and we got Dan Eag against Gavin Tucker. Yo. Okay, so the governor, old Gavin Tucker now, he's 13-1 and one on a free-fight win streak. You know? So, um... Yeah, he came to the UFC in February 2017. Got a, a nice victory over Sam Cecilia. Lost the decision to Rick Glenn, but flawless since. Flawless since. Beat um, Chow Wu Seng, Justin James. Um, that was last year in August. And Billy Quantillo in December last year. Oh, so a bit very good wins right there. And he looked oh, he looked very good in both of those fights. Both of those fights, he looked sensational. You know, he was definitely, you know, he was clearly winning the James fight, but he yeah continued to push and he got that stoppage in the third round and then Billy man he just outworked old Billy which was crazy because we've seen Billy with uh you know maintain that fast pace so yeah that was whew, very very impressive and um you know Tucker he's got stoppages he's got submissions he's very well rounded yeah, and he will be stepping in against 50k, 50k Chan Ige, who is 14 and three. Now he's coming off coming off a loss in his last fight, right? But that last fight, right, was a war on Fight Island with Calvin Cater. His first main event And that was Oh man that was a great fight Great fight But we know Eeg is tough We know he's tough right He um, had that war with Edson Barboza You know that same year And just a couple of months before Which was crazy And then also in 2020 He had that win over Misret Betek Which again very impressive, you know, beat Kevin Aguilar, Danny Henry, Jordan Griffin, Mike Santiago, you know, so, yeah, great, right, his only blimp, other blimp in the UFC was his debut against Julian, Julio Arce, and he got into the UFC via the 2017 Contender Series, with a third round stoppage of Luis Gomez. So yeah, this fight, goddamn, is two extremely talented and tough opponents going at it. Is I oof, I mean, I don't know. I really do not know. It is so motherfucking difficult, right? They both got submissions. You know, they both got stoppages. I, I mean, okay. I think I'm going to go with Eeg. think I'm going to go with Eeg just because of those last two wars. Edson Barboza and Calvin Cader. You know, they were... Ah, oh, ferocious, ferocious. So we see him just in those deep, deep trenches, and not to say Kaka can't swim in those trenches, but we just haven't seen him in anything quite like those. But we have seen Eeg, 
right, so this fight, I mean, I, I feel this fight will be on that level, so it will be a test, will be a test, will Tucker be able to uh, govern it up and control it, or is 50k just a little too rich for his blood right now, <laughs> people, we will soon find out, right, so that takes us to the co-main event. It's Amisha Sirkinov against Ryan Spann in a, a light heavyweight clash. So, yeah, we've, uh, you know, I think everything's on the line with this because, you know, we saw the champion defend his belt, right? So now it's all vying for the next shot. And I mean the next next shot. Right, because the next shot surely is going to, um, yeah, our Brazilian friend Glover Teixeira, right? But that leaves that leaves some space. Yo, know, you have a good performance now, and then in your next fight, another one that could, you know what I mean, that could get you into that next title shot. Who knows? Right, so it's all to play for. Um, and Superman Brian Spann, he is 18 and 6, coming off a loss in that last fight, which was a back and forth, you know, craziness with Johnny Walker. Right, that was in September last year. Before that, he had a split decision win over Sam Alvey, he beat Devin Clark. Yeah, got a guillotine on him. Man, put Antonio Rogera Nogueira out, which was, I mean, that has to be Span's biggest win. Definitely has to be his biggest win to date. You know, came to the UFC via the 2018 Contender Series. And yeah, you know, really just hadn't lost. Hadn't lost until that Johnny Walker fight. And we've seen him in some crazy, crazy situations. Now, Span, you know, he, he, he's he got submissions. He can TKO you. You know, it's all there. But he is going up against Misha Serkinov, who is 15 and 5, coming off a win in his last fight against Jimmy Crew. Which was a huge, huge win, right? And Crute's first loss in the UFC, I believe. So that one took place September 2019. He sunk in a Peruvian necktie. Hear me? Yeah, nasty, nasty. Um, now, they do have Johnny Walker as a common opponent. And they both did lose, right? So there is that. Now, Serkinov, listen, Serkinov, he can submit you. Yeah, he can knock you out. He broke someone's jaw, you know, back in the day. So, Serkinov is very, very tough. You know, he, he was on a, uh, you know, streak, huge streak. Entering um, the UFC, right? Came in hard in August 2015. Daniel Jolly, Alex Nicholson, Ion Kutalabra, Nikita Krolov. Then he, um, yeah, went up against Vulcan Uzumir and Glover Teixeira. Lost those two. Beat Patrick Cummins. Then you had the Johnny Walker fight. But then the sensational Jimmy Crew. So he's been up and down. He's been up and down. Like he looked very heavy and just, you know, sluggish in that Walker fight. Hey, so it's a tough one. You never know what you're going to get out of Serkinov. But I, I feel that, yeah, with Span, we have seen Span look like he could be done. Before, you know, being able to turn it around. But he can put himself in some very advantageous positions. But 
if you do that against, you know, Serkinov, it's not going to go well, right? So, uh, yeah, I feel I'm going to say Serkinov for the win. But, you know, Spang can definitely catch you. So um, we will see, people. We will see. But that takes us to the main event. The fight we've all been waiting for. Leon Edwards against Bilal Muhammad in that big welterweight clash. Because we know Dana White has come out and said he's reaffirmed the statement. If Edwards wins well, title shot. Right? So, we know. We know what is on the line here. And um, remember the name, the bully, Bilal Muhammad. He is 18 and 3 on a four fight win streak. Which was, you know, we last saw him just last month. Just last month, literally a month away. On the 13th of February, he uh, got a unanimous decision over Diego Lima. Now, before that, he he fought uh, Lyman Good, yo. He beat um, Tashesi Sato before that, and Curtis Millender. And so very good wins, very good wins. His only loss of late is Jeff Neal, and we know those hands are steel, right? So um, yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's showing some very good form of late. Very good form of late. And you could say this is the perfect time for him to um, going up against Leon Edwards, right? Because Edwards, he's been out for a year and a half, right? A year and a half, which is crazy. So this is the perfect time. Perfect time for Muhammad to challenge, you know, to try and take that shine. Could he even take that place? I don't know. Who knows, right? Depending on the performance. But he definitely feels confident. And the crazy thing is, right, if you are a fan of the Anakin Florian podcast, it wasn't until a conversation being... Um, Muhammad and uh, you know Anik to talk about that win over Lima that this seemed to come about because Anik said, "Hey, Edwards needs an opponent, but is it too short a notice coming off your last fight?" And at the time, you thought, "Oh, yep, it is," but then suddenly, boom. It came together. Oh, so yeah, very intriguing. Like Bilal has definitely been showing that wrestling prowess of late. You know, taking people down, just smothering them. And uh, yeah, you're thinking that's going to be the game plan. But, but, Rocky... Leon Rocky Edwards, 18 and 3, on an 8 fight win streak. One of the best win streaks in the current welterweight division in the UFC, right? There is not many fighters who have gone 8 fights unbeaten. And before all of this craziness, Leon was going to get a title shot. Was going to get a title shot. But everything just went wrong. Everything went wrong. You know. Uh, we we had the um, the Woodley fight go away. Right. That was the, the first fight to get affected by COVID. Then. You know. Then there was talk of the title. Against Kamara Usman. That was going to be the thing. But. Edwards couldn't get to Flight Island. Couldn't Flight Island. Fight Island. Couldn't get there. You know, another possible situation came up, but he couldn't. Couldn't get couldn't get to the country. Now, 
some of the inactivity, you gotta say, is kind of Leon's fault. Because he could have got to the States. Could have got to the States. Now, the problem was, his camp, have, you know, a lot of his camp, they've got kids, they've got families. So it was just like, oh, if he rushes, gets that last flight, you know, with with the quarantining and everything like that, there was the possibility of being away from the family for a long, long period of time. And, you know, uh, with that and then trying to find a place to train and everything, he, he just didn't like the sound of it. Didn't like the sound of it, which is fair. It's fair. But then in this quest to find an opponent, like he turned down a good number of fighters. Turned down a good number of fighters. But wasn't getting the fights he wanted. You know, Kobe Covington wouldn't take the fight. Gamebred wouldn't take the fight. You know, Jorge Mastodal, Street Jesus, after their... You know, confrontation, you figured that's going to happen. But no, neither would take the fight. And then when you try and work your way, you know, the Kamzat fight, rearranged three times. There was so much that has fallen away. And, you know, once they were gone, tried to Wonderboy, Wonderboy's injured. You know, those other fights just weren't there. So now he's fighting Palau. Right, and you might think, man, it's been out for a year and a half. Palau has looked extremely, extremely confident. He looked extremely good. Now, here's the big thing, though. Yes, he has fought, I think, five times since Edward's last fight. Right, so you have that. But coming off the Lima fight, he said his ankle is very sore, very fucked. So just that information. Oh, are we going to see Edwards maybe attack that leg? The calf kick, you know what I mean? Take away the wheels, then it's there. We have seen good takedown defense from Leon. You know, we, we've seen all of those... All of those components of his game work very well. You know, the big question, can they work well with such an absence? No one really is going to know. No one's going to know, but dare to win. That is the thing, right? That is the thing. And with everything, you know, like knowing Bilal's strengths and all of that, I'm going to say... Edwards, Edwards for the win, because, oh man, he's looked insane, he's looked insane of late, but, you know, with Bilal having a bad ankle, I think that's a target, it's a target, and it might affect Bilal's mobility, you know, so if you've got affected mobility, you don't want to be in there with Edwards, you know, so, I don't know, we'll see what happens, it's a great fight, it's a tough fight. It's a fight that either can win. But can they win if um yeah, if Edwards really, you know, focuses along with having a guardian angel? That's the question, right, people? And we're gonna find out on Saturday. So I cannot oh man, I cannot wait. For this one. Okay, people. So, there we go. <laughs> Let's see how many of these, uh, you know, work out. All right. But before we uh, close out another episode, let's take a look and see what is going down. Well, I think one of the, uh, you know, most interesting things on Twitch the other day, Megan Anderson revealed that she's looking for a new home. 
Yeah, that's right. So, with her fight against Nunes at UFC 259, that was the end of her contract. Right, she finished her deal. I imagine there was the thought of a win. You know, then we can command a huge, huge deal. You know, which not really the most sensible thing to do because when you're a champ, you can up re up your deal anyway. But hey, is what it is, and um, you know. With uh, the PFL, you know, they got Kayla Harrison and all of that, so they could possibly bring Anderson in. Bellator with Cyborg, they could bring her there. So, you know, she's got options. We'll see what happens with that. Now, um, next week, right, or on UFC, on ESPN, um, Brunson v. Holland. Paul Craig was meant to be fighting Jamal Hill as the co-main event. Unfortunately, that fight is no longer happening. Hill has, um, yeah, he's been sidelined with COVID. But a new date has already been agreed. So, hey, that fight ain't going anywhere. It is amusing because um, Craig announced it on Twitter saying... Hall had um, Hill had pulled out, and Hill responded, "I got six kids. I'd never pull out." <laughs> Which, hey, that's funny shit, man. That's funny. All right. Anyway, um, Drinkus du Plassi is unfortunately out of his fight with Trevon Giles on that same card on the 20th of March. But in step, Roman Dolazid. So, um, yeah, Giles stays on. And, hey, still a very tough fight ahead for him. Um, then we jump to the 10th of April, where Kyle Dukas will be fighting Alice Cab Kizavev. Right, then on also on that card, Jack Shaw is fighting Hunter Azur. Oh, will I'm um, sure still be undefeated after this fight? It's a good one. And on the first of May. The fight that we thought we were going to get several times, right? It's going to happen. That's right. Cody Stamen, Marab Dalashvili, it is happening. And god damn, I cannot wait, people. But there we go. We are done for another episode. We will see you on Friday to, um, yeah. Breaky down all the news. Alright, people, until then, peace!